It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yes, good morning. It's a campy for breakfast. SNZ, just skimpy and myself today, carrying you through the next couple of hours. It's going to be a big jam-packed show. There's plenty coming up, and we also want to celebrate our mothers in our lives that do such a great job. Kempi's off the back fence was, well, bang on the money yesterday, really. They need them in our lives. They do do so, so much. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to have a really solid Friday Mother's Day special for you this morning. But it's a big good morning to everyone up there in Auckland. Tamaki Makoto, you got Kempi, you got Joe and Neeps keeping you well, entertained and energised in the kitchen. Kempi, good morning. Morning, brother. What were you yeah. laughing at? <laughs> Mate, I was just laughing at, uh, you know, we're putting some socials up in the morning just to get everyone ready for the show. And boys are doing a good job just having a look at look at that and giggling away to myself about the uh, the way that we've done that. So, um, are the boys, Mate, they've been. I've got to say, this week's been a fantastic week. Having you back, um, getting you back on the bike, and and you know, as we've built for the week, you've uh, you've definitely brought some real good energy back to the show. Uh, Izzy and the boys in the kitchen have done a good job getting all our guests on, and a nice flow for the week. And uh, today really culminates in a in a. I guess a couple of interviews and and some messages that we've got because this weekend, like you said, you know that domestic fairy that uh, every man knows who shows up uh, you know, empties uh, empties the washing basket, folds it, and puts it back on your bed, and you know, the the dishwasher gets full and emptied and and all that sort of stuff. Well, we all know it's our either our wife, our <laughs> mum, or or yeah, you know, some female that's close here and is doing that uh, that work for you. So it's a good good way to celebrate them this weekend. And, of course, I'm heading down to Taranaki to have breakfast with my mum on Sunday. Um, well, I, well, I still can. She's getting on a bit, uh, the old lady, but uh, I'm looking forward to that too. But she knows she doesn't get off the hook that easy because tonight she's got to put on a pot of pork bone and poohars um, <laughs> for me and, and make her famous fry bread too. So, uh, yeah, a nice uh, kai coming up for me when I get down there, hopefully. Hopefully tonight, um, my mum's been able to, to put that on. Beautiful, Kimby. They, yes, they always know what to say. They always have your back through and through. Absolutely miss my mama. Mm. Miss my mama. I should be up there watching down and, and uh, yeah, I probably want to twist my ears sometimes, but she'll be uh, no well, doubt smiling. And... <laughs> <laughs> Kimpy. No, you don't. No, she will be. So if, if you're at home and you want to, you know, wish your mum a happy Mother's Day, look, we're, we're more than welcome, uh, happy to to do it here on the show. Double eight, double three. Send your messages through for your, your mums and, and those special ladies in your lives that do so 
much for you. We'd love to uh, share your sentiments on here on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Double eight, double three on the temper bed post text machine. Kempe, well, before we get off and, and get an understanding of who's coming up on the show, we have another delightful Chemist Warehouse Mother's Day fragrance pack to give away. And they're not cheap either. They'll be full of plenty of nice, yummy smelling goodies. And it is also Music Month, New Zealand Music Month, and we want to celebrate uh, fantastic artists and the banger songs that they've released over the years. And we're going to do it today. So uh, here is our first snippet. Ooh. <laughs> I got that one. That's definitely the 80s. There's synthesizer, eh? <laughs> That ain't the eighties, Kimpy. Eighties? Oh, is it new? It's not the eighties. It's new, Kimpy. Come on, bro. Ah, the boys no, are no, on. No, no, no. I think you're on the money there. I think you're on the money. You're heading down the right track, Kimpy. You just keep going down that track because I know you knew you wouldn't have been sneaky and gone in the back room and said, "What's the song?" Hey, eh? not at all. Haven't asked the boys. Okay. What? Been too busy, mate. Been too busy just sitting in here putting putting movies together. <laughs> Beautiful. I've just seen it. Man. What were you doing? Signing a contract? Yeah. Oh, you know, Neeps just you know had a, had a couple of uh, messages just said he had to go and post. You know, got on the pigeon, get it out. We still operate. We still operate that way. Got to roll it up and get it out. It's on its way down to Taranaki before me. Should get there just before me. Uh, nice little message uh, to the old lady about what what I want for uh, for my dinner tonight. So. Off it went. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And just quickly before we uh, get on to our next thing, let us know. Uh, let's play it one more time there, Neeps. Yeah, it's an absolute banger. Surely you, you, most of you will get it. Most of you will get it. Double eight, double three, temper bedpost text machine, the artist and the name of that song. And leave your name at the bottom at, at around 8.30. We'll name that winner for that Chemist Warehouse fragrance pack. And if you want anything, make sure you head in store or online today. Chemist Warehouse can look after you with all your needs. Uh, wow, Kempe. Wow, Kempe. Am I your dad or what? You are, mate. Is he my dad? Oh, the dagger. Don't get me started because we've got something to play for you later on. But Kempe's kicker, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, if you were listening yesterday and we've started a new segment, myself and Izzy Dag, Kempe and Izzy's kicker, well, we've got some footage for you to play yesterday because we've had a payday, and I mean a serious payday yesterday for one of our punters. And uh, we've still got half the leg to go, which is running tomorrow, Mojo Rising. In a, out of Flemington, um, but is he my dad? Is he my dad? I was uh, I was at Sky actually yesterday afternoon doing a doing a catch up with Monty, and I was watching the race. And I'm first of all, I had no idea it was a hurdle. Yeah, and I'm thinking, Same. I'm, I didn't. And I'm thinking, oh my god! Not only is it a seven dollars <laughs> shot, but it's a hurdle. And of course, everything around the country's been swimming. You know what I mean? The rain's been mm. coming down, and I'm going. I basically switched off, and I'm going, oh, mate, you're kidding? A seven dollar hurdle? We've got no chance. Well, <laughs> you listen to the footage. Not only, not only did we have plenty of uh, chance with this. Is he my dad? But he's done it, mate. Hands and heels. So, uh, well done to you, Izzy, yesterday for picking that one and getting Kimpy's kicker off to I didn't an absolute pick it. fly. I didn't pick it. Well, you did because you, you did yeah. because we had so many texts and, and people to jump in Kimpy's kicker that you've gone like that's mate. How how is that? No form. 
Like, no look at the guide, <laughs> and you've just gone, well, I want that one because of that name, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and it's come out and got, and got poorly paid. So, oh, mate, good choice. Thank you. Yeah, Paul Johnson from the Naki, he's, um, yeah, he won. So we won 280 and put 50 in. We got half, so put $140 into Paul Johnson's account yesterday, and uh, he's extremely happy, and he's, he's pumped. So, yeah, there you go. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it, Kempi. I think you've created something there. And Paulie Moati is still yet to come to the party, so we'll just keep handing him. But for now, I don't mind throwing up a, a couple of bucks there for, for our oh, wonderful listeners. Good fun. Good fun. <laughs> it's great fun. It's like, great fun. made my day yesterday afternoon talking <laughs> to you boys and, and, and tweeting Paul on. Like, what do you care about? Paul coming and just went, it won. Like, it was like, <laughs> yeah, mate, we're all surprised. Don't worry about that. <laughs> well, I was having a nap. I was having a nap. My phone key going, bing, bing, bing. I was like, oh, what's going on here? And uh, look up, and it won, and it won. And I got on the, I got on the fixed at five bucks something. And it won, and it won and paid more than that, didn't it? It, it paid, paid six about. bucks. It paid six bucks on yeah. the time. Well, the thing with it, it paid six dollars and four dollars twenty. So it was paying just as <laughs> much for a place. I'm like, mate, those odds are crazy. Keep it up. Keep it kicking. Let's yeah. go. Keep it going, and hopefully Saturday you can get uh, your chosen listener paid with Mr Mojo Racing, because uh, I've just backed it, actually, Kempi. I've seen it, and I'll put it into a wee multi for Flemington on the Saturday. I've got a couple of place bets with, uh, with a little kicker to get me home, and hopefully that gets it done. But well done, Paul. You're out. You won 140 bucks yesterday, so it's a happy, happy start to the weekend. And, yes, we, started, we spoke about it earlier, Mother's Day this weekend. Well, I've just gone out and... Uh, Started chatting to a couple of prominent um, Kiwis that have um, you know done some special things for our country, represented the, with pride and and with mana, and uh, I've just asked them to send a few messages. So we're going to play those throughout the day, um, little 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 parts of the show. We'll just come out and, and play these messages from these prominent Kiwis, and uh, here's our first one. Hey hey, Joseph Parker here. I just want to wish my beautiful mum my incredible wife and all the mothers out there a very special and happy Mother's Day. Enjoy your day and whatever you're doing. Take care and God bless. Happy Mother's Day. There he is, Bang. Joseph Parker, coming out with a one-two hook off the bat. But, um, yeah, we want to celebrate our mums. They're special. So throughout the show, we'll be playing plenty of messages for you from some pretty cool Kiwis. Joseph Parker to kick things off for our fun Friday. Kempi, what do we got coming up, brother? Well, it's also someone else's birthday today because just on 12 months ago, Baz headed over to take up the English coaching job uh, with the cricket team there, and he's going to give us a chat and a call just after 7 o'clock. So it'll be good to catch up with our mate Baz. Bruce Sharrick's joining us out of New Zealand Racing to talk about the new concussion protocols that they've implemented with big changes that have been happening over uh, that side of the, the fence for the last 12 months. Bruce still working on that, so we'll catch up with one of the Sharrick boys. And then we're going to the Blues camp because they got a big game down in Christchurch against the Crusaders. Daniel Hulangahu will join us to talk about their preparation coming up. We've obviously got the fragrance to give away with New Zealand uh, Music Month, and uh, we've already played you the first clip on that. So keep listening to that because we'll give you another 
chance at seven and between uh, seven and eight. So uh, that one's there with a prize from the TAB as well, $50 bonus bet. Uh, loads more. We've even got a little clip, I think, from my mum that the boys have organised for you to have a listen yeah. to. I can't wait to listen to that because I have no idea what she said and I just hope she hasn't <laughs> had too many bombs in the F-bombs in there. But she's a, she's a classic. Um, but a big show, Friday Tipple. To, to kick it off at the end as well there, Izzy. And uh, I think it's been a fun week, mate. I can't wait to, for today. Yeah, it has been a fun week. I can't wait to hear your mum speak, Kimpy. Oh, oh that is going to be cold. <laughs> I'm I nervous, hope mate. she says, I hope she tells all. <laughs> I hope she tells all. And uh, well, no idea. What, the message I got on Wednesday uh, from post that interview, come on, can imagine what's about to come out, so I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to hear that. So stay tuned because Kempe's mum is going to come and tell us all about this young, little, snotty-nosed kid running around the necky, <laughs> causing absolute chaos. And I can imagine what a little Kempe would have done. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, got a message coming through. Morning, brothers. Can you please do a quick shout-out to the mother of my kids on paper, the only wife I have, Chrissy Murray, currently drying cows off and wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. Cheer the boys. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Chrissy Happy Murray. Happy Mother's Day, Chrissy. Oh, yes. yeah, keep those messages coming through. You can, hear the, you can hear the dulcet tone, so I can, I can, I can just see it. The boys got the big radio, the big speakers going in the cow, <laughs> in the cow sheds, milking at the moment. So, uh, big shout out to all you guys out there. Geez, cold today up here in Auckland. So I hate to think what it's like down in Taranaki or the deep south at the moment out there with you boys and uh, cupping up and getting the milk, uh, getting the cows all, all, uh, all sorted out. But uh, all the best this morning, especially to all the mothers that are working on this Friday. Come on, you fathers. Give them the day off, will you? Let them go. Go on, Chrissy. Go and have the day off. Go and get yourself some breakfast. Yeah, today's your day. No, no, only one day, Kim. You don't want to get them comfortable. You, you, know, t- hey, <laughs> you tell me a woman that only has one day when it's her birthday or one day when it's some, their celebration. Mate, goes Birthday week, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. You know it. <laughs> As for us, we get a birthday hour. But that's all right. We don't have to talk about that. Hey, Kippy, you touched on Daniel Halanga, who's coming on. Big game this weekend in Christchurch. you got the game of the weekend in terms of Super Rugby. And uh, you've got uh, RTS. Nowhere to be seen in that squad, mate. Is, is this the end of that trial? Yeah, it is. Oh, look, I would... Uh... I would enjoy being a coach and a player at the moment in Super Rugby because, you know, for me, when those games do come around, it's not as clear-cut as it was, say, last year or the year before. Um, like, you just have a look at last weekend, Moana and, and Fiji and Drua, the way that they both competed uh, against the Blues and, of course, beating the Hurricanes at Latoka last week. So um, when we get these type of games, mate, like, everyone is waiting for that. You've got the old rivalry. You know, so you, you talk of local derbies, but this this ain't a local derby. This is like the derby. You know, you've got the city slickers, the Jaffers, down there going down to face the Crusaders who just basically have owned the competition for years. And when they they pitched this one early on, that uh, this game was really important. I don't, I don't think if the Blues can't go down there and beat this team, may I, that's their season done. Mm, yeah, they need to really start finding some form. So looking forward to having a chat to Daniel Alangahu 
in the week uh, coming up on the show, and we'll chat to him about selections, a couple of changes. Ricky Riccatelli in there at hooker roll. They got Finlay Christie, Zahn Sullivan's playing fullback. So that kind of paints a picture for me, the style of game that they want to play. It's going to be wet. It's going to be horrible down here. We know that. Zahn, very, very good left foot kicker. So playing a bit more of a territory game, trying mm. to pin the Crusaders down their own end. So looking forward to hearing his thoughts. We've got a big show. But now it's 19 past six, and it's time for this. Can't wait question of the day. Well, it was a huge day on SENZ yesterday. We announced the the rights, the broadcast rights for the Rugby World Cup 2023. And we uh, say thank you to, to Hachi and the SEN crew over in Australia for grinding and getting those rights. They wouldn't have been easy and they wouldn't have been cheap as well. But that's what we would love to do. We want to celebrate and we want to provide you with all things sport. And I know you'll be extremely excited. So I can't wait. Question of the day is, what's your dream commentary team for SENZ's coverage of the Rugby World Cup? If you could uh, have your lead commentator, your expert comments, and maybe a little sideline, Comment maybe three of us, three three pundits here calling the game for you. Which would be your dream um, commentary team? It could be a dream. You can go way back and and say someone from way back. Or you can be a re- an, a realist and try and name uh, commentators that could be available now. So Tony Johnson isn't going to the World Cup. He'll be back here. Could he be a potential? You've got Dan McCarty. He does it all for us on SCNZ. I can see him painting that picture. You got Ken Laban. Yeah. Fawn or Ken Laban could be one of those options. Marshy, he missed out on that Sky TV commentary team, so he's probably going to be available. You've got Cullen, and you've got two uh, you know, wannabes, as in Beaver and myself, that could have a wee crack at it as well. So let us know on double eight double three the Temper Bedpost text machine. Can't wait question of the day. What's your dream commentary team for SENZ's coverage of the Rugby World Cup? We'll come back and we'll read a couple of the messages that are coming through on the Temper Bedpost text machine. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. Yes, welcome back. Our can't wait question of the day. What's your dream commentary team for SENZ's coverage of the Rugby World Cup? Kempi, go to you first, my friend. Yes, and I've, had, I've put a little bit of thought into this one, Izzy, and I think I've got the makeup, and I hope Hutchie's listening, of the SENZ commentary team that would... Uh, absolutely slay the Rugby World Cup. I'm going to go for a different type of approach. I'm going to go for the cricket approach and the three-pronged attack as the main commentators, Vossi McCarty and Sammy H, all sitting next to each other and picking off the best plays of the game. I'm going to go to offensive um, analysis and commentary from Izzy Dag and defensive commentary from Kempe. So Izzy and Kempe for offensive and defensive analysis. Beaver obviously gets shots at goal, so he sits there analysing all that, along with Kirst, who does intros and outros, interviews beforehand and after on the field. And, of course, the two Ians for the special, uh, what do you call that, um, comment that those two could bring uh, post and during the game and after the game, Ian Healy and, of course, Ian Smith on the sidelines doing that with us. Beautiful. So, mate, yeah, I think uh, you've put that team together. Man, you've got the makeup of a pretty good commentary team bringing you the Rugby World Cup, especially that first game, France versus the All Blacks. Wow. Sold out. Man, I heard the price of the tickets. Unbelievable. You need a mortgage just to get a ticket for that one. Oh, that's the union for you, Kempi. 
It's union. <laughs> that's what happens over at union. No, no, no. Mate, that's good. That's great. That's great. Uh, look, if I was going to have a dream about uh, an SCNZ commentary, uh, look, I was, I was just thinking for a wee while there, and I was thinking, who, who do I love listening to? And what, what are my childhood, childhood memories? I can't go far past. Well, he's obviously passed away now, but the great Bill McLaren for Jonah Lomu Rugby. That's a huge Gary Owen. Yeah. Someone like him, I think he would have done a great job. So that is my dream. It obviously can't become a reality. Uh, Bill McLaren, Ian Smith, an expert. Uh, there's, there's plenty out there. I'm trying to think of a, a solid expert and someone that's in the country. Uh, Cullen was I, – I enjoyed listening to Christian Cullen. I enjoyed listening to Cully on the airways. I thought he was very insightful and uh, – uh, relevant with his comments, so uh, Bill McLaren, Cully and Smith would be a dream, but for reality, yeah, I could go with Dan McCarty, I think Dan McCarty's going to probably do the call, uh, you got Ian Smith has to be somewhere or there or thereabouts, I think he's just such a great job, and he's on the SCNZ, so mm. <laughs> makes sense, uh, and then you're thinking with the, the experts, um, there are a couple there, Marshy, Marshy hasn't got a... Hasn't got a gig at Sky, so he's probably going to be available to come on and do some calls. Cully, myself, Beaver. Uh, there is a few options here. Kempi, get Kempi Carmo. in there for a league a league analysis, a, a league point of view, a different tack there, maybe something like that. Look, we're going to, have, we're going to know more information over the next couple of uh, weeks of who that team's going to be, but it's exciting times, and whoever Hutchie and the co pick... I'm sure they're going to do a fantastic job. But let us know. Who would you love to have calling the, the games here on SCNZ? Because your input is vital here. You are the ones that have to listen to it. And some of them would be painful as ever. And some of them you would really, really <laughs> enjoy. So let us know on double eight double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine. And we'll read those out. And, well, I'm having a catch-up with Hutchie after this. So maybe I'll read them to him. And maybe just point him in the right direction. So there you go. Uh, coming up, we've got some headlines with Joey B. With Joey B. Joey B. 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 He's back, baby. Yes, Joey B. is going to be giving us some headlines. Quizzy Dag at around 6.40ish. And we're going to continue to play some cool Mother's Day recordings from some champions around New Zealand to celebrate the special ones in our lives. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Happy Mother's Day to my mother and also the mother of my beautiful boys, Honor, and also to all the incredible mothers out there around the world. Happy Mother's Day. What do you reckon, guys? Happy Mother's Day! <laughs> there he is, the one and only Dan Carter, wishing all mothers out there a happy Mother's Day and to his beautiful wife. Wife Anna Carter and oh, his four boys. Oh, he's got four boys, and uh, they'll be running an absolute muck. Some of them are pretty sharp at rugby, too. I think Marco, the oldest, is uh, pretty solid, so they got a lot to live up to. No pressure. We don't want to put any pressure on those young Carter kids, but Daniel Carter sending through his message for all you mums out there. It's now time for some headlines with Joey B, brought to you by Bunnings. Power your business with Bunnings Trade. Power Pass, Joey B. 
Yo, the tool, the tool Ferns will soon embark on a two-week tour of Europe where they will play Serbia, Turkey and Poland before heading to Sydney for next month's FIBA Women's Asia Cup and as they look to claim a spot at the 2024 Olympic Games in Paris. Meanwhile, I thought this is a bit relevant with Baz coming on soon. England quick Joffrey Archer has reportedly been offered a multi-million dollar year-round contract which would give an IPL side control over whether he plays for the Poms. And NBA action today, boys. Nuggets play the Suns. Game 6, Denver leads 3-2. The Suns are hosting that one. Who you got? Ooh, where is it? Sorry, Suns are hosting Nuggets. Yeah, so yeah in Arizona. Yeah. Nuggets, Suns. I'll go Suns. Nice. I'll go the Suns. What about your Lakers? Yeah, you Nuggets, Kempi. I'm going Nuggets. I know, Kempi. It's alright. Lakers will be right, mate. They're going home. They're going back home this week. Uh, the next game, mate. They'll be right. Three two. Just a little blip on the road. They never, never. LeBron's never choked three one. Please don't. Maybe eat my hat there, LeBron, please. Please. <laughs> uh, thank you for that, Joey. Appreciate it, mate. And, yeah, huge news out. I'm looking forward to having a chat to um, Baz. He'll be all over this because Joffre Archer signs a multi-million do- deal with the Mumbai Indians there, Kempi. Is this the changing of the guard? This is something that has been, well, just kind of simmering away in the background for a while. This gives those IPL, the Indian uh, Premier League, Total control over Joffre Archer. Mm. This is a bit like the NRL, you know, the English, <laughs> the NRL. It, it, that's what's going on. The English Premier, uh, English Rugby competition, and then the NRL. Like this is, this is huge news. It's it's absolutely massive. You're dead right. It's basically saying, well, we're paying you. We we're going to say where you can play. So your majority of your 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 pay is coming from us. Oh, look, I think it's, mate. If they actually um, this becomes the normal, the new norm. What's going to happen to international cricket? Because basically, that's you know, with with the way that uh, international rugby league goes, that is one of the major reasons why there is no international rugby league because you just can't get released from your club. Mm. So big call. We, you know, I'm pretty sure Bez has got some some. Uh, some questions himself about the future of, of cricket if this is going to be the new norm so it'd be good to catch up with him and ask him that just that question in itself yeah where from do, a where player, player's up? point of view Kempe from a, from a Joffre Archer point of view like your security is is key you know we, we play this game because we want to set ourselves up for, for the future and, and money is a, a big part of it but it's not everything Joffre Archer he burst on the scene in the ashes he's a real quick ball he's been riddled with injuries over the last wee while, but for him, because of his injuries, that changes his mindset. It's probably an easier decision in the end for Joffre Archer, but when you go down the track, you've got superstars, a part of these international teams, having to do, um, you know, make these decisions. I don't know if it's if it's going to be the, the right thing or, or, or something that's going to... It's going to dampen international cricket. Surely the governing body from all these international um, franchises are, are worried. Well, they, they'd have they'd have to be, given the fact that if it, you know you're talking about a, a Jofra Archer who's you know been injured and and probably thinking about like you said his future. But what about a, a 20 year old kid or a 22 year old kid coming mm. through that they spot and go? Well, we actually want him in a majority of his time to be in the IPL, so we don't want you to go and play cricket um, for your country. That's that's basically what happens in other sports is that they just can't get out of there their club contract so 
uh, yeah, it's it's got to be a, a bit of a um, a thorn in the side of international cricket with the thought that possibly if it, beca- like I said, becomes the norm and players are signing these IPL contracts to remain at one club, it's got to be, a, it, it logic says, well, what does that mean for inter- international cricket? This will hurt many international cricket teams over coming up because in New Zealand we can't compete with the money that's on offer over in the IPL. You could probably potentially see in Australia compete to, to an extent, England, you know, with the money that they've got rolling over there, uh, can, can compete with that. But you think of the New Zealands, um, you know, the South Africans, uh, you think of the, the Sri Lankans, you know, the, those are the ones that'll be hurt because it's a bit like at the moment with New Zealand rugby, you've got young players that just are on the cusp but not quite there to, uh, to blasting onto the scene, getting picked up and taken over to Japan to make big bucks. That's what you're saying. They're going to be doing it in, in, in cricket as well, and uh, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. So I'm looking forward to hearing from Baz and getting his, his thoughts on it because no doubt he'll be all over it because I know Joffre Archer, for a fact, was in his thoughts for, for Ashes and, and everything coming up. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. A couple of messages coming through from Brett Fa'ono, Ken Laban, with the second man play and a right foot step for Israel Dag out of Lindisfarne College in the Pirates Club. In Hawks Bay, Ken's the man. Yeah, totally agree, Ken. Uh, Brett, Ken is a very, very good shoot with his his role. Loves it. He's very informative. He digs really deep into the archives. He knows every single good kid coming out of school. He just <laughs> does so much work in the schools, and it's awesome. And just one more before we shoot off. Morena boys, Smithy, Cully, Mix, I reckon. That is from Marshy and H in Hawks Bay. And surely Nigel Yeldon. Yes, Nigel is a great shout. Nigel is a great show. I think he could do great things. All right, it's time for Quizzy Dag. 0800-150-811 on the Kenard's High phone line. $50 TAB bonus bet up for grabs. Give us a call. Zade, he's hungry. He's ready to rip in. So give us a call and you could win yourself a $50 TAB bonus bet. Yes, Aroha, bringing us the vibes for a Friday Quizzy Dag. Oh, I love hearing that track. I know we're at Friday. Ready to rip into a big weekend of sport with the family. Well, Zade, he's given us a call on the temper bedpost text. Uh, no, Kenard's high phone line 0800 There's still a few spots there, so it's never too late to give us a call. Zade, good morning. Morning, Izzy. Morning to you, my friend. Morning to you. Here we go. Question number one Who won the 2022? UEFA Europe League final 5-4 on penalties over the Rangers. Uh, it was... Was it um, Napoli? Napoli is incorrect. Sorry, mate. Very, very way off. Way off. Sorry. <laughs> Zaid, have a good day. I nearly gave it to you there. Oh. That's I'm a, in one today. That was the fade. <laughs> Incorrect. No, no, sorry, Zane. Simon from Auckland, morning. G'day. G'day, g'day. Yeah. Who won the 2022 UEFA Europe League final 5-4 on penalties over the Rangers? I might need a clue on that one, actually. Yeah, that well, was the UEFA. Europa was. Well, Europa League. Great, great German sausages in the name. Big bangers. Um, was it Bayer Leverkusen? So, so tell me, I just want to ask this question. Where is that sausage sold? Hey. 
<laughs> the Lebanese. That was incorrect. Sorry, that was incorrect. Simon from Auckland. We're going to go to Tim from Christchurch. Morning, Tim. Morning, Liz. How are we? Good, thank you. Who won the 2022 UEFA Europe League final? 5 4 penalties over the Rangers. Is it Frankfurt? Frankfurt is correct. Question number two. Bronny James has signed for the Trojans. <laughs> Bronny James has signed for the Trojans for his college basketball career. Another former NBA player's son is also on the team. Who is the player's dad? Um, is it... It's a former player. Is it LeBron James? I thought it was... So, Bronny James has signed for the Trojans for his college basketball career. Another former NBA player's son is also on the team. Who is the player's oh, dad? Is it Shaq? It's not Shaq. It's not Shaquille O'Neal. Sorry, Timmy. Have a good day, mate. Brett from Hartley. Morena to you. Morena, my cousin. Uh, happy birthday to my mum. Uh, she'll be listening. She thinks you fellas are cracked, but she loves you. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Mum, and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Awesome. Uh, all she'll want is the money to, to, to win tonight for her Mother's Day. And, and oh. happy Mother's Day to my wife, uh, Gabrielle. And all she, all she wants is, or all I want is the magic to win, because then I don't have to sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. All right, brother, give me the answer to question uh, number two. Ah, that sounds like a Google one, and I'm too mangy to do that. So have a good weekend, my brothers, and hey, all the best <laughs> on this weekend. Izzy, I, I know it's tough um, with, with mum not here, eh? Love you, my boat. Yeah. Thank you, my brother. Cheers, Brett. Appreciate it, bro. Mean. Ah, oh, Brett, thank you. Uh, we're going to go to Leroy from Gisborne. Morning, Leroy. Leroy, how are you, bro? Leroy. Leroy, we lost. Corridor, you my there, Leroy? Speak up. No, we'll He's cut it out. He's cut it out. We're going to have to move on. We're going to go to Manga Fight. We're going to go to Kerry. Morning, Kerry. Morning, boys. Morena. Ronnie James has signed for the Trojans for his college basketball career. Another former NBA player's son is also on the team. Who is the player's dad? Grab a clue there. He had the freakiest haircuts ever. Love dressing in women's clothes. I'll give you another clue. Chicago Bulls. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman is correct. There you go. Question number three. Where do the Highlanders sit on the Super Rugby table? Uh, 11th. Oh, 11th. Very close. That's incorrect. Sorry, Kerry. Have a good day, mate. Ed from Tolaga. Morning, brother. You must have seen the whole crew over to the World Cup, cousin. <laughs> seen that message. Oh, we'll have to wait and see. Where do the Highlanders sit on the Super Rugby table? Oh. Are they eight? No, they're not eight. See you later, Ed. Have a good day. Lammy, P North. Okay, 10th. Where do the... They're 10th. That is correct. What day does the Super... Uh, what date does the Rugby World Cup kick off in New Zealand? Oh, he's uh, June the 1st. <laughs> the Rugby World Cup. No, not June. That is not June. Sorry, uh, let me have a good day, mate. Brad from Dunedin. Morning. 
Morning. What date does the Rugby World Cup kick off in New Zealand? Uh, 9th of September. That is correct. What weight division in, is the headline fight of the UFC this weekend? Oh, great question. Dunno. Uh, go middleweight. Middleweight is incorrect. Sorry, Brad. Have a good day. Harry from Dunedin. Hello. Come on, Haz. <laughs> We're going to get you paid. What weight division is the oh. headline fight in the USC this weekend? You've got, you got a clue if you want it. Uh, heavyweight? Heavyweight is correct. There you go, Haz. $50 TAB bonus bet coming your way. Congratulations, my friend. Enjoy punt well. And we're going to shoot off, come back with Love Racing with Kempi. Yes, good morning. Izzy Kempi for breakfast, SCNZ. It's just after 7 o'clock. We've had a good fun hour to start the show. Izzy, my dad, Paul Johnson from Harwood there in the Naki. He got paid every Thursday. <laughs> every Thursday we'll be doing Kempi's Kicker. And we want to well, give you, our wonderful listeners, a chance to win some moolah. Heading into the weekend. Well, we started with a bang with Izzy's My Dad. And uh, I didn't even know it was a hurdles race. And uh, didn't even watch the race. And when Kempi messaged me, in, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. My dad backed it. He put it into a wee multi, five buck a multi. And he won, uh, I think, about 50, 60 bucks. So he was absolutely wow. chuffed. He was chuffed with that. So, uh, well done. Great thought there, uh, Kempi. We've got a big hour. We've got Baz McCullum coming up. We're going to play Kempi's mum's uh, little interview, little conference chat we had the other day. I'm looking forward to sharing yes. that with you. I haven't heard it yet. Neither I haven't heard I. it yet, but I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Sharrick. And then we've got Daniel Hallengahu, the Blues uh, assistant coach, after 8 o'clock. So we've got a big show coming up. We're going to play our next snippet. Of that song, if you know the artist and the name, double eight double three on the Temper Bed Post text machine, and you'll go in the draw to win a Chemist Warehouse Mother's Day fragrance pack, and we'll give that away at around eight thirty. So here's our second snippet. Now oh, that sort of gives it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gives it away, doesn't it, eh, Kimby? Yeah, gives it away. One more there, Neeps. From the deep south. From the deep south, boys. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Double eight, double three, tip of bedpost text machine. If you know the artist and the name of that song, leave your name and you'll go into the draw. Well, our next guest, he's, he's, a, he's a big name in New Zealand and around the world. No doubt he'll have a message for all mothers and particularly uh, his, his beautiful wife, Lisa, uh, Liz, sorry, uh, on the show. But before then, we're going to play another little recording from one of these uh, awesome Kiwis that have done some big things. Hey all, Kendra Coxedge here. Just want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mums out there. Uh, happy Mother's Day to my mum, Marie. I uh, appreciate everything that you've done for me. I hope you have the best day. Love you always. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, Kendra Coxedge. And my beautiful daughter Tilly's just come and delivered me a coffee and gave me a good kiss to start the day. But it's one and only Baz, the skip, the boss, the everything. McCullum, he's on the phone. I can't wait to chat to Baz. It's been a wee while. Baz, how you doing? Hello, Is. Very good morning to you too, brother. You're back from all your travels overseas, eh? Gee, yeah, I'm back. a bit of luck, eh? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just back, mate. I've been working hard and, you know, obviously left a few late night calls for you. Sorry about that, my friend, but uh, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, brother. I'm just uh, just enjoying a bit of a uh, bit of quiet time before we rip into it over in uh, the UK and the uh, take on the Aussie boys and the Ashes. So it's been good actually. Bit of time at home and uh, yeah, just putting some putting some shifts in there. It's been good. Yeah. So so can you just explain to me and, and many of our listeners what goes on when you've got a four month gig? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, well. I sort of I try and I work on my handicap. Um, I etiquette racing, horse racing. My etiquette's always sound though, always sound. Um, and play a little bit of rugby. What am I doing? Forty-one years of age, but it's good fun. I heard that. Um, that's about it. Not, not a lot, mate. Not a lot. Mm. You, don't you? Don't you go to? You know, you got a pretty good gig too. <laughs> it's spending a month in South of France. Yeah, not bad. All right, well, someone else is holding it up That's right. this, this side. Um, hey, mate, how's it going? How's it going? Like the ashes, it doesn't get any bigger than that, Bez. Uh, your preparations going um, as well as you could could imagine. Yeah, that is pretty good, Kempia. The boys are um, sort of scattered around the UK and also over in India and that at the moment with uh, the IPL. So some guys getting some some uh, high-intensity cricket over there um, under the spotlight of of uh, the Union Premier League and, and some who are just going through their paces in county cricket and prepping in that manner as well. So, no, it's good just trying to stay in touch with the boys and um, you know, hopefully we'll have a full squad to pick from coming into that Ashes campaign it's yeah, gonna be a ripping you, series it really is how, how do you deal with that uh bears like you know you got players spread all over the globe knowing what's what's ahead of you got you got the um the irish coming up to a good preparation heading into the big ashes series and everyone's so pumped for week it's probably going to be the most watched cricket series ever knowing what's going on in the past but how do you control that knowing that you got players all spread around the globe and keeping a, a threshold on, on everyone and making sure they've getting what they need to to come at the Ashes times that they're all ready? Um, well, I guess, well, there's a couple of different aspects. Yes, you do have a little bit of a an eye on what's going on, but at the same time, you know, they're growing, they're growing men and they're, uh, it's the biggest series, as you mentioned, that they, um, they'll probably ever be involved in. So there's an element of trust that, that guys will do what they need to do to get themselves ready anyway. Um, and then it's just been in regular communication with them. It's more, what do you guys need from us? Um, to ensure that you've, you've given yourself every opportunity to be available for selection and form will be will be as best, as best as, as what it possibly can. So not a great deal, lads, to be honest. Uh, we've got a big sort of support crew which are regularly in contact with the boys as well and, and it's just given them the freedom to to go at their own pace um, over the next sort of while because when we do get to the Ashes, it's going to be all-consuming, right? Um, the media's going to be huge. There's going to be so much fanfare. So... It's kind of like a little bit of the calm before the storm for uh, for these guys. So you actually want them to be enjoying themselves in a low-key manner at the moment, I think. How's Johnny Bairstow going, mate, with his uh, return from a broken leg? Have you been chatting to him? Yeah, he's going good, actually. Um, yeah, it was quite a, you know, when you look back on it, it was a pretty horrific injury sustained in the most meekest of, of ways, really. Um, but, you know, for him, he's worked hard to get back. He's now... I see he's, he's keeping wicket over there as well for Yorkshire and, and batting in the middle uh, middle order. So, look, he's a 
he's a rare commodity, right? What he did last year, very few players around the world can do with bat in hand. So it's great to see him back, and, and it certainly poses some good uh, good selection headaches, but you want those. You don't want it the other way. That means you've got to have some tough conversations with some people, mm. but you'd rather that than uh, be left with picking from the scraps, right? I just want to touch on that selection, um, Baz. Like you, you've done so well over since you've taken over at the helm. And, and is it an easy job when you when you're making the selection? Has the team picked itself, or is there still room for for players to potentially come in and, and fulfil those roles? Well, we sit down for selection in about uh, well a couple of days, um, so we'll sort of nut it out then. But I don't anticipate it's going to be easy. It is I think. Mm. You know, we you've only really got sort of 13, 14 spots and you've probably got live kind of contestable players. You're probably around that 17, 18 of those people. And that's great. I mean, it was only a year ago where you're trying to work out who can fill what spots. So it's been, it's been excellent. It will be difficult, um, and that's the job, right? You've got to make tough calls and you've got to make some tough phone calls at some stages as well. And, and you try and do those with the most amount of... Um, I guess uh, sympathy, well, it is sympathy, really, isn't it? Um, is what you possibly can, but well, that's just that's the gig. Um, and uh, and then, you know, you obviously, we're going to head in. Whatever squad we pack out of, um, we're going to be head in with zero excuses. We'll, uh, we'll, be, we'll be ready to go. Doesn't mean we'll, we'll win, but we'll be ready to go and, and uh, we'll, we'll play the, the game that gives us the most amount of enjoyment, I'm sure. Oh, if you get that ashes, mate, I can imagine. I can imagine the riffraff that'll be going on post that. <laughs> All I can remember is Flintoff and Peterson on top of that double decker bus just coming out of out of England, London. There, but anyway, we go by. I'm sure it's going to be extreme fun. But there's a lot of work to go in. Hey, um, obviously, big headlines going around with Joffre Archer. Obviously, he's been injured. He's heading home. Is he potentially going to be considered for a role? within the environment for the Ashes series? And two-pronged two question, Joffre Archer, obviously, the signing with Mumbai Indians, you know, like, it's it's big news. And one of our messages come through is ICB and IPL will probably desire to have major control over world cricket, over the world cricket narrative. Like, what, what kind of precedence does this set with the, the, the new deal that Joffre's signed with the Mumbai Indians? If you can ever say. I know you're, you're probably... Tongue-tied. <laughs> uh, well, no, no. I, no, no. I'm not tongue-tied at all. I think, like, in the end, the game is going in a different direction, right? The, the game is, mm. it's kind of, the last few years, uh, there's been a shifting of the sand somewhat um, around international cricket. And we're, we've been completely naive to think that players um, would turn down huge amounts of money on long-term contracts for for a lot less work um, in these T20 leagues, because they because they should be playing international cricket. That, it's that those days are those days are fast approaching to be over. So what you've got to do is you've got to work with these players. You've got to work with these these leagues and try and allow ideally players to have their cake and eat it too. Because you want your best players playing. It's not good enough to say you know what we're they if, if they don't want to play international cricket for us then then bugger them, you know. We'll move on and find someone different. Because as a spectator, you want to see the best players in the world representing their countries as well. So I think you've got to work with them. Um, and that's and that's something which we'll be challenged with in the next sort of while. The thing from our point of view is, how do we ensure that when, they, when that decision comes, they're thinking about how great a time they have representing uh, the England uh, test side, 
how much fun they've had, how much uh, those experiences which they've um, which they've been able to get in an England shirt is so much um, is so great that they are prepared to continue to put the yards in, even though it might not be as financially viable as as some of the other leagues. But I think we're a little bit lucky too because the amount of Money. money that they can that that we can pay <laughs> players is is better than yeah I than spoke some about boards that. around the world yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a shift it's definitely a shifting landscape um and you've just got to be you got to be fluid I thought you were going to say shifting scale there because you're at the top of that scale when it comes to money Baz um hey look just taking just taking <laughs> left there Baz a little bit uh great news yesterday I don't know if you heard it but SENZ secured the rights of the Rugby World Cup will you be doing the commentary the expert comments from that side of the world for us <laughs> what did you think of the news <laughs> uh, well it's great news isn't it? it's great news yeah. even though I'm sort of off doing my thing with England cricket and it's still very much part of the family SENZ surely well, I feel like it, and unless you guys have sort of kicked me down the road already. Um, but no, it'll be no, we'll, it's we'll have huge that. news. So. Yeah, it's huge news. I don't know about expert commentary. I mean, I am playing footy lads. They've got a big game tomorrow. Mm. Big game, mm. huge home game. Last last sort of one of the season against old boys. It's going to be a wet track, but we'll still spin it because we're here to entertain. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to being a part of it, but I'm not sure I'd be any good commentating on the um, commentating on the sport. I had to catch up with uh, Macca the other day. Played golf. He said he had a good uh, uh, outing at the McCullum household. He said it was very enjoyable. And then he went and watched you play for Mata Mata Bay. Have you got anything to to tell us about your kind of performances? Are you playing well? Are you living up to those expectations? Are you nailing your role? Are you doing your job, Bez? Well, I think we need to put out there at the start is I'm 41 years of age. Okay? <laughs> 41. Well, I'm, I'm a former, I'll say athlete in the loosest term because I'm not sure Creed is a The loosest athlete. athlete. <laughs> 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 I'm, putting, I'm putting in what I can when I can. I managed to have 80 minutes the other day, well, last couple of games, so that's been enjoyable. But I just love it. Honestly, uh, I think... You know, I'm a, I'm a rugby racing sort of beer drinking kind of bloke, you know, and, and the opportunity to be able to rock down to the local footy club, be a part of something in a small town um, yeah, and, cool. and run out and, and have a game of footy with all the lads, um, win, lose or draw. You know, there's something in, in all us sort of young Kiwi kids that, uh, that love that. So I'm just enjoying myself and, and while the body still holds up long enough, why wouldn't you go and have a crack? Hey, Baz, you, yeah, got, you got a tip for us this weekend? Obviously, you're following the, the GGs, and, uh, mate, heavy 10. It'd be about a heavy 40 at the moment, anywhere around New Zealand when they're running. But you got a tip for us? Honestly, lads, I am ice cold on the punt. No, I wouldn't do that to, <laughs> I wouldn't do that to all the listeners. <laughs> mate, you did it, you did it my, back as he's my dad yesterday? Is he back this horse, mate, called Is He My Dad Over the Hurdles? And it won and paid seven bucks. <laughs> oh, I think... Maybe that's where I'm going to go. Just straight out names, like <laughs> sentimental names. Yeah, I'm, I'm changing strategy. I'm, honestly, I'm ice cold. I was going to give myself a little stand down, but I'm not a quitter either. <laughs> no, mate. Honestly, it was. Um, we we did a thing called yes, uh, yesterday called Kempy's Kicker. So Kempy put up fifty, and I put up fifty, and we just gave it to one of our listeners, and they sent through a tip. One of them sent it through. <laughs> 
And he said, Izzy's my dad. And I said, yeah, we'll back that. Didn't even know it was a hurdle because that can be a guessing game for you know any single time. So I didn't even watch the race and it won, mate. So uh, one of our listeners got paid 140 bucks. So he was absolutely imagine, pumped. Imagine Izzy going over the hurdles with that dodgy knee of yours. <laughs> no, no chance of that happening, Bez. No chance of that. Hey, Bez, we've been doing some pretty, uh, pretty cool thing on the show. We've got some cool Kiwis that have sent in some uh, Mother's Day uh, messages for mums and you know their mums and, and obviously Liz, your wife. Would you like to just say a quick message to everyone, all the mothers out there? Oh, yeah, okay. Is it Mother's Day, is it? No, 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 I'm just Sunday. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, no, happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. It's, uh, it's a great day. I'm sure everyone will get sport, Rodden, and, uh, and us, us fathers will just be forking out emotionally and financially again. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. And, um, yeah, happy Mother's Day. Oh, Baz, you're a champion, mate. Good to hear your voice, my friend. Um, thanks for uh, screening me when I rung you overseas, but uh, appreciate it, mate. Miss you heaps, and uh, all the best for the Ashes. We'll, we'll try and catch up throughout that series, mate. We're, we're right behind you. <laughs> we're right behind you. So proud of you, brother. Thanks very much. All right, boys. Take care. See there he is. There he is, running around for Mata Mata down in the uh, central part of North Island, and I think is he, if I'm correct, I think that was Craig Innes' first club down mm. there in Matamata. So, you know, a couple of legends running around there. Posty, and now you've got Baz McCullum running out there on a Saturday just on that nice little, it's actually a nice little club when you drive through Matamata and see it there on the left. So, um, good spot. Kempi, we're going to shoot off because oh, I can't wait for this interview. Can't wait to hear from your mum. That was Baz McCullum, Kempi's mum. Is coming up. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. It's 7.26 and the boys came to me and said that they wanted to chat to my mum. So I gave Ricardo my mum's number, who's never done an interview in her 82 years. And I said, best of luck, mate. So have a listen to this. I've got no idea what my mum's about to say, but uh, I just want to say happy Mother's Day. I love you loads and I can't wait to see you on Sunday. Take you out for breakfast. It's it. Tony Kemp is, uh, is you know, we, we know him as a bit of a rogue, a little bit of a, he's, he's cheeky. What was he like as a kid? Well, he was a good, he was a good kid, I'll tell you that now. Uh, even his grandmother wanted to keep him. That's good. He then. was a good kid. He was, uh, even as a, as a child, as a young boy, he was well organised. And a Scrooge. <laughs> well, that much hasn't changed. That much hasn't changed. What? Tell us about. Um, I, I heard a story that he was quite a keen baker around Mother's Day when he was a kid. He used to make you cakes. Uh, <laughs> he remembers that. <laughs> he tried. Did he tell you he tried? <laughs> he said he was terrible, but he said to ask you and see if you remembered. You got it. <laughs> uh, Tony uh, obviously moved to Newcastle uh, at a young age. Uh, apparently that uh, you went over. Uh, what do you remember of your time in Newcastle? He, he, he said that uh, you joined him over there for a little bit, maybe even went to a basketball game and you gave the cheer girls... Some uh, 
some advice. You told them to put some clothes on. What was that? I told them to put some clothes on. <laughs> parading themselves in front of my son. <laughs> oh, that is cold. And then, and, but, um, I ended up sitting by myself because him and Dad moved away. <laughs> Too embarrassed. <laughs> they were embarrassed. <laughs> Uh, what about uh, what about Newcastle? What did did what did you like about oh, Newcastle? I, was, I loved it. I loved it over there. I used to uh, had this dog. Um, what was they? Pedal, uh, pedal. They called him. And I used to. I was always been an early riser. I used to get up in the morning and we'd sit outside Tony and Dan's bedroom window, <laughs> and I used to go to pedal. Is that, is that Amy Stark Markey? Well, you should have heard Tony. Mum, go back to bed. <laughs> Who needs an alarm clock? <laughs> but I loved it over there. It was beautiful. It's a beautiful place. Kempi was just she coming home. far away from the beach, and I used to go down. Oh, I used to love walking. I still do. And I used to go down to the beach, take the dog, and I was told no dogs are allowed. But never mind. No, I loved it over there. It was good. I went to the pub and met everybody there. Uh, other, than, other than that, I really enjoyed myself over there with, with my son and Dan. What about uh, the UK? When he went to the UK, did you did you spend any time up over there? Yes, he 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 got me over there as well. My first my first game was first I went to. I travelled around. Well, I I, I yelled out to him. You mean to tell me I travelled halfway around the world to see you get kicked off the paddock? <laughs> I think he was on there for about five minutes. He got into a punch-up with the opposition. And he was uh, penalised. Get off. Oh, it was well worth the trip. Sorry? Well worth the trip. Yeah, it wasn't the finish. <laughs> yes, I guess the, 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 the bonus is that if he was sent off, he was suspended, so you got to spend more time with him. Yes. Yes. Oh, because when he was growing up, keeping... when he, you know, like playing rugby league, he was never home. He was always away. And when he started making the New Zealand teams, well, we hardly ever saw him. I hardly ever saw him. <laughs> and I missed my son. I still do. Uh. Oh, I, I hear. Oh. I hear he's heading I'll twist his ears to the Naki this weekend to come and visit you. Sorry, I hear he's heading back to the Naki this weekend to come and visit. Yes, he's only coming down for a fee. <laughs> <laughs> I take it he's not doing the baking. <laughs> no, I'll be doing that, dear. He's coming down for for Maori kai. What's What's uh. on the menu? Uh, well, if I can, watercress, cooked bones, and fried bread. So, boys, Ooh. that's Ooh. his favourite food. That's fantastic. What's uh, oh. a Mother's Day? What does Mother's Day mean to you? And what do you and Tony have a Mother's Day tradition? Um, Mother's Day. Uh, I'm a mum. That's all I can say. <laughs> is there something that you do every year with Tony for Mother's Day or yeah, a tradition that you guys have? Oh, it makes me up for a happy Mother's Day. But that's it. 
He's too busy on the mic. He's always working. And I'm stuck at home. Good stuff, Liz. Thank you very much for talking to me. Uh, thank you very, You're welcome. very, very much. And uh, yeah, enjoy your Mother's Day this weekend. Enjoy your time with Tony. Uh, and okay, I will. I'll, I'll tell him to make sure he buys the cake rather than bake it, eh? <laughs> okay, Ben. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Wow, 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 Kippy. <laughs> she is so funny. Man, you would have been a little rascal. I can imagine it. Oh, man, you would have got subtle, some clips around the ears. The subtle little digs, eh? I'll never forget the last time she hit me with a jandal. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> she leant over the back of the car. She was telling me to be quiet in the back of the car. And I was at that stage about 12 or 13, and I was just laughing, and she took her jandal off and turned over the back and hit me with the jandal. And it was so oh. funny. It was that time when I went, no, 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 that's the last time you hit me with the jandal type thing. And I started <laughs> laughing. And she hit me again with it, and then we both started laughing. I said, Mum, it doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> but she, mate, she's uh, she's great, absolutely fantastic. So thanks a lot, Ricardo. Oh, really getting that was gold. That was gold, Kempi. I want to I want to react after the news because um, <clears throat> there's more I want to talk about you and your hidings because I got plenty of hidings too. And <laughs> there was a day when it was okay and I was cheeky and I deserved it. Anyway, we're gonna shoot off. We'll come back with some choices, flooring poles, some more headlines from Joey B, and some more reaction to Kempi's mum. Oh, that was outstanding. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota together. We're shaping and building New Zealand. Yes, love it. Sonny Bill Williams across the ditch sending us best wishes for all mums out there. He's got a beautiful wife, Lana, and uh, they got an awesome family. So he's just wishing all mothers out there a special Mother's Day this Sunday. We're celebrating the special ladies in our lives that do so much for us. And we just heard from Kempi's mum. And while we... Mulu Liz absolutely loved it. Oh my Tony, what a lovely lady. Give her a regular spot. She made me smile on this very cold day in the Tron from Mulu Liz. Yes, Kempi. Look, it made me think. I don't condone uh, violence here, but as young kids, I deserve a little twat every now and then. <laughs> well, I remember I got smart to my mum and I ran out of the house and I was about 10, 15 metres away and I went to duck around this car and I was running and she only thing she could see was the end of the broomstick, the brush. So it'd come off the broom. She picked it up and threw it like 15 metres, like hard as. And I thought I was away and I went to duck behind this car. It went across the windscreen and bang, straight in the side of the dome. <laughs> she just smoked me from 15 metres away. I was like, wow, mum. I never did, got smart to her again. Nah, she would have got, oh. got on real well with my mum. I, uh, when she mm. came to Newcastle, mate, you know, my mum's a soul of the youth. She doesn't need a hell of a lot. But um, yeah. I took a shop in David Jones, you know, so she bought this beautiful red dress and some high heel shoes. <laughs> mum's never, <laughs> mate, mum's got feet like me, you know what I mean? So you don't put them in high heel <laughs> shoes. So we get in the pub. We get, she loves the pub. We get in the pub and I get caught stuck outside talking to people. I get in. Well, I mean, mum's at the pool table. She's got the shoes on her shoulder. So she's strapped them together. Can't wear them anymore. And she's owning the pool table, mate, with all these guys in there. <laughs> And I just, the guys are going, who's this woman, mate? Like, hey, Kimpy, who's this woman? I said, sorry, boys, that's my mum. And they go, she can play pool. He's going, yeah, mate, she's been in these places a few times, but she's just a, she's just a hard case, mate. You know, and uh, Ricardo done a really good job, actually, to get her, get her talking and 
Yeah, she wouldn't. Uh, there would have been a little bit more there that the boys would have had to edit out, no doubt. <laughs> awesome work, mate. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get off to uh, choices floor and poll uh, for you this morning, Joey B. We'll go to you before we shoot off, but. Oh, sorry, you said buts. Yeah, hey, hey buds. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, um, actually, I'll do some quick headlines as well. Uh, thanks to Keanu Tyre. Keanu Tyre, too easy weekend. Uh, the NHL playoffs, they're right in the middle of it. They're in the second round at the moment. Daniel McCarty's Maple Leafs, not looking great. I gave him a little bit of hope, you know. I really tried to pump him up when he was hosting the show while you're away, is he? And they got through the first round. He, he grabbed some hope back, and now they've let him down. They're down 3-1 against the Panthers. It's not looking good. Uh, meanwhile, the Hurricanes and the Devils are playing today. The Hurricanes, last game, the Hurricanes scored five goals in one quarter in the second um well, no, sorry, second quarter. No, is it third? I think it's third. It's third, sorry guys, in the second third. Uh, and they're ahead 3-1. The Stars and the Kraken play today at 1.30, tied to all. Europa, uh, UA, UEFA Europa League action, Juventus and Sevilla are playing at the moment. They're uh, tied nil all. And choices flooring poll time, boys. Choices flooring spaces for living catalogue sale are now. The question today is, what is the ultimate Mother's Day gift? This is one that I've always battled with. I've really never known the answer. Is it moisturizer? That's usually what I go to. My mom's got about 50 bottles of moisturizer saved up for Mother's Day. Is it bath bombs? <laughs> That's the go-to for my sister. Chocolates, flowers, a Frank Green water bottle. Now, lads, if you don't have anything prepared for your mother, buy her a Frank Green, Frank Green water bottle. She'll love you for life. Mm. Or massage voucher, but weird for me. Or an hour of your time, just just go turning up like you are gonna this can be uh, this weekend can be and spending some time with your mother. Oh, an hour! It's a long time. Yeah, of course. View <laughs> <laughs> Choices Florian's online magazine with over 100 inspiring pages at choicesflorian.com. You can find that poll on the SEN app. Just click on Izzy and Kimby for breakfast and have your vote. What do you guys think? Ooh. I'm going to go bath bombs or moisturiser. Yeah, something like that. You don't do an Israel dag and go to the supermarket on the day and buy a box of Cadbury roses for your wife. Yeah, that didn't go down too well. Did it twice too. <laughs> bath yeah, bombs. That was, uh... I've never heard of bath bombs. All I can think about are yeah, a couple of things that you do in the bath. But bath bombs, <laughs> I have no idea what they are. Look, for me, it's a, a it's time, I think, is the most precious thing, especially uh, with my mum. She's in her 80s now, so... Uh, that's the reason why I'm travelling down and going to see her this Sunday and uh, hopefully tonight she's got the pot on so uh, spend a little bit of time with her Joe over the weekend. Uh, just a little bit more other news too and I don't know if you knew this Izzy but um, the young guy Vito, do you remember him? Played on the wing for Canberra. Yep. Yep. Well he's just been called up to the first team in the WWE so he went over Daniel Vito in the W and try and try to crack it in the WWE. Well, he's done it. So this week got named in the first um, group of wrestlers in the obviously the WWE. So congratulations to him too. That's big news. Awesome, mate. Awesome. Go have your vote on the uh, choices floor and poll on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on the SCN app, and you can have your vote Mother's Day. Very very special day. We're gonna shoot off. Come back with Bruce Sharrick.
Yes, concussions, well, they've been a big part of sport, but it's only been over the past couple of decades that we've truly understood the full effect uh, it has had with this knock to the head. So this has led to many of our sports organisations taking greater care and looking after their athletes by instituting new concussion protocols. We've seen that through rugby and rugby league um, recently. NZTR have done just that as well as they look to reaffirm their commitment to keeping jockeys safe. And we've been lucky enough to be joined by NZTR CEO Bruce Sherrick this morning. Morning, Bruce. How are you going? Good morning, mate. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Paul. I'm good. Good to talk to you. Uh, it's been a while. Um, can you just give us a bit of an overview of what these concussion protocols are exactly and and why they've been implemented? Yeah, look, I think you covered it in your intro, mate. I mean, at the end of the day, um, our jockeys are athletes, and I think we have a job to do to tell uh, the wider population just how good they are at what they do. And uh, we've got to start wrapping around, um, I guess, all the care and attention that any athlete needs. Both you and Izzy will understand the, the contact codes of Rugby Rugby League and others, for that matter, have uh, been advanced in this space for a little while. And we just felt it was uh, well overdue that we put in place a, uh, a protocol for our jockeys to ensure mm. that um, they're kept as safe as possible. So, look, it's along the lines of what the others do. Uh, they'll all undergo a baseline neurocognitive test um, when they apply for their licence going into the next season. And that will set the baseline for them, which is the same as all athletes. Um, and then effectively, if they experience a, uh, a concussion um, on a race day, they'll be stood down for a minimum of 10 days if that's diagnosed by our uh, medical officer. And then we'll put yeah. all the other bits and pieces around them. What's the reaction like from uh, the jockey and uh, jockeys and, and all the community and the racing? Yeah, look, hugely positive, Izzy. I mean, you know, it's, mm. it's one small part, if I'm being honest, of some stuff that we've got underway to really try and lift, um, I guess, the support around our jockeys. They are athletes. I think we've got a lot of work to do in that space. And this is just one small thing we can do for them. So, look, they've been positive. They, they understand uh, that it is for them, I think, you guys as footballers all know and will know of if it hasn't been yourself. You cop a knock and you say you're right and you want to either one, play on, or two, come back the following week. And I think we're all starting to see now um, that some of the damage that repeat concussion can do, either minor or major. So, you know, we need to take care of them. It's our responsibility. And as much as they want to keep riding um, and 12 days out for a jockey, can be uh, very meaningful from an income perspective. Um, we think it's the right thing to do, and they've agreed, and so is you know, so is the community. Yeah, and and well done, Bull. That's a, uh, another bar that you've raised, and uh, you continue to do that with NZTR. I hear that you also went down to the uh, to the Racing Hall of Fame the other other Sunday. The awards. How was that? Yeah, well, uh, young Joe, he was a standout. Um, got himself an award which was uh, well received and uh, I just gave him a little plug when I spoke to him coming on here came across extremely well and, and look from a from a racing perspective you know clearly I'm deeply passionate about it but we need young people like Joe um, Louis and others and, you, and yourselves who just understand it understand the passion people have we've got to start telling the story a whole lot better um, so it was good. There were some um, really, really good inductees. Opie Bosson of, of current day was one that got inducted. It was uh, quite emotional, actually. His wife, um, she inducted him. So uh, Emily, 
you know, did the intros, they both ended up in tears, and it was some more emotion, which was great. So uh, it was a really, really good night. Yeah, and it's uh, we had Opie on uh, man a few words in that humility that he has. What a what a fantastic award that was, especially with him still riding and heading towards him two thousand um, wins uh, as a true champion of the the racing game. Uh, we got a text in, Bruce. Just uh, you're also an owner of Just Ask Me running on the weekend in New Plymouth. What are your thoughts? Are we a chance? <laughs> well, you should know you're an owner as well. Is your trainer not keeping in the loop? <laughs> well, <laughs> mate, well, there's no one more in the loop than yourself. Have you got one? We've been tipping him out. Izzy backed one yesterday. He didn't even know it was over hurdles called Izzy My Dad, and it won and paid seven bucks. What about you? You got one for the for the coming out of the racing game? Come on, boy, you must have one for us. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't, but but I'm, uh, we've got a wee uh, we've got a wee punter syndicate going down to our Cambridge office, and I'm in that, and I'm on this week, so. I need to have a look. I haven't had a chance to yet. There's been a few things up in the air, um, but I will. So I think Alan's got one. I don't know the name of it. Um, I think it's race one at New Plymouth on Saturday. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's won a trial. The tote tells us uh, that, that uh, we should have a boat peep. So maybe you have a look at that. Yeah, I've given that one out. It's called. It's called. I've given that one out. It's called Carbonados Race Two Number One, and it uh, is already coming from three twenty to two dollars. So you're on it. I no doubt um, believe that. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning, Paul. We've got to wrap up and head to the news. Uh, All the best with the new concussion protocols and and continue to lift that bar in it, NZTR mate. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Cheers, Bruce. Welcome back, Izzy Kempe for breakfast, SENZ, just after 8 o'clock. It's been a busy old show. We appreciate you tuning in. We are celebrating Mother's Day, and we've had some awesome messages coming through from some awesome Kiwis from here and abroad. We'll play that for you soon. We've heard from DC, we've heard Kendra Cox, we've heard from Sonny Bill Williams. We've got a couple more to play for you throughout this hour uh, and remember, every Tuesday and Thursday, we are opening up the phone lines for our callers, and the caller of the week goes into the draw to win a prize pack to Alexandra Park um, for the races. And it entails a table for eight in Alexandra Park's premium top-of-the-park restaurant, valued at over $1,200, prime viewing position with floor-to-ceiling windows and sweeping views over the racetrack, a delicious gourmet buffet meal, premium beverage package including wine, beer, soft drinks, spirits from start of the first race to the st- and to the uh, last race of that meeting. So Tuesday, Thursdays, you'll have your chance to have your say, and if you ring up and say some gravy or just really have an awesome conversation, you, have your, you share your opinion, well, you'll go in that draw and we'll um, pick those winners and we'll announce that winner in a couple of weeks' time. So every Tuesday and Thursday, stay tuned. And remember, Chemist Warehouse is giving away a fragrance gift pack for Mother's Day. And we have been playing a couple of bits of audio from a Kiwi artist and the song. And we've asked you on double eight double three to name that artist and song. And none of you have got it. So here's the final snippet. Well, when I say none of you, one of you have got it, but many of you are way off the mark. So let us know, double eight, double three, and we'll pick that winner at around 8.30 a.m. Let's hear from Lilia. Play that message. Happy Mother's Day to all mums in New Zealand, and especially to my mum. 
There you go, Lydia Ko from all the way in the United States. She's in New Jersey uh, competing in an event or coming up to an event. So we appreciate her sending her messages to everyone here in New Zealand. But Kempe, we've got to get off to our next guest. Yeah, it might be all laughs this morning. Here is he um, for breakfast. But come Saturday night, myself and you won't be talking as the Red and Blacks take on my beloved Blues down there in Otatahi Christchurch. With the two teams standing only one point apart on the table, there's plenty at stake for arguably the biggest rivalry in super rugby history. Blues assistant coach Daniel Halangahu joins us this morning to talk about the preparations for this week's Game of the Round. Morena, Daniel, how are you this morning? Yeah, morning, Ken. Be really well. Really excited for this game. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy to be talking to you. Not so happy to be talking to Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Come on, like, mate. I like that. I like your honesty. That's what you want from an assistant coach. You want it right between the eyes. <laughs> How's the preparation going, mate? You know, like it doesn't get any bigger than this, does it? No, it doesn't. Uh, look, it's yeah, it is a huge, exciting game. We, we know how much is on this game, um, and yeah, the preparation had a week of training in the mud, training in uh, you know, full <laughs> of water. But uh, you know, and I see the forecast down for Christchurch is nice and cold and dry and. And no wind, so hasn't been the ideal prep. But you know, I think the boys, you know, it doesn't really matter what happens this week; they all get up for it, and they they'll just be frothing in the mouth come Saturday night. Per- perfect preparation, Daniel. Perfect preparation when you come down to the cauldron, mate. But you'll take a lot of confidence knowing what you were able to achieve last year for the first time in so long. Have you been just um, kind of? You know, relishing off that and using that as motivation. Well, it's not really hard to get motivated for this this game, mate. So everyone's chomping at the bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think there is look, there's probably confidence. I think is one thing we took out of, of last year is that you know it was one of the places it was sort of the last place we needed to go as a team and win a game. We had there as this group and and had success. So now we know we've done that. We need to come back it up and look it's really important we see that you know in the season for our confidence it is really important with regard to beating one of the other top teams you know we see the we've played the other three top four teams and and lost all three of them so this is really crucial for our march into the finals mate how big is the um the effort going to be from your 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 top line players like rico made a significant difference when he came on the pitch last week are you looking for them to play a bigger bigger part this weekend yeah, I think what we saw last week is that you know we can't go out as individuals and and so yes, Rico, but everyone needs to contribute. And I thought we were just a bit one out last week, and guys thought they could just solve it themselves. And and everyone was a ball carrier, but we need a lot more organisers and, and we need guys who can call space and then do the basics really well around the ball. You know, we know it's going to be a, a physically brutal night, so the, the collision contest around our carrier clean and and how we can get offline defensively. That'll go a long way to deciding who wins this game. Yeah, you spoke about decision-making. Is that a big decision why you've put Harry Plummer in at 12 and uh, would have been a tough decision to make, uh, leaving RTS out of it? Yeah, bang on the head. You know, Harry's sort of our glue guy at the moment, and we do have threats all across the park, so we don't necessarily need another threat. We don't need another ball carrier. We just... We need someone who can talk and organise, and mm. and he, you know he's a plays a lot of first five as well. So his organisational skills, and he's just been in really good form at twelve. Like he's, you know, he has provided a few nice touches, but he's yeah the, the working behind the scenes that he does, and 
you know, you played a lot with a guy like Ryan Crotty, and I think Harry's trying to mould himself on someone like that, who not necessarily the superstar that runs out there, but everyone else plays better because he's out there. Dan, whereabouts do you see this game being played? Like, is it going to be a battle in the in the forwards? Um, you know, we know what the Crusaders can do, and they've been a little bit scratchy this year, but is that where this game this weekend for you guys as coaches is, is being won? Yeah, that's certainly one area. Um, we know what they can do to our set piece when we don't quite get it right. Uh, and Fish, Paul Tito's been... He's been working really hard on this line out and we've seen it just improve leaps and bounds over the last six weeks. Uh, but, yeah, I think that area, but as I said, the, the physicality of it, like, I know that when they reflected on the, the game we won in Christchurch last year, you know, their, their coaches said they felt like they got beat up a little bit and they, and they didn't win that physical contest. So they said that they believe that's a crucial part for them to, to beat us. And then, and then that obviously in the final, that was a big part of it. They just... They beat us up at crucial time. So, look, I think it's going to be some guys putting a marker down on, you know, not just for Super Rugby and what they can do, but also showing that at this game, which starts to get towards a test-level rugby game, that, that they can win that physical battle. Hey, how's Bodie's Achilles? Obviously, he had a tight Achilles last week, so he missed the game against Moana Pacifica. Not a bad thing. Gets another week to, to freshen up. Is he still experiencing a bit of tightness? And how do you unlock... And allow Bodie to to play his type of game for for you and for you and the Blues. Yeah, look, his, his Achilles is, is not been. You know, it's a long term thing. He's, he's had this niggly Achilles um, during his time in the All Blacks, and um, and it's actually been really good for most of the season. And then last week, um, just for something different, we went trained a little bit indoors, and it seemed to flare his Achilles up a little bit. So. Um, so we won't be training indoors, no matter what, how much it rains. Uh, but yeah, so it was unfortunate. He was he was looking forward to getting a little bit of time at fifteen as well. We we yep. put him in to play fifteen, and um, and we know that with his time there with the All Blacks, it's definitely something he has in the back of the mind to, to play a bit as well. So yeah, it was unfortunate to get to play, but you're right, it keeps him fresh, and and now he's you know his body's feeling great. Um, so. Yeah, it's and as far as his game, as I said before, I think he's taken a lot of the burden in the early part of the season to to really drive our game. And and what we've seen in the last month as he is starting to play a bit better rugby is that I think Christie yeah. takes a bit more responsibility, and, and the more rugby he plays with Harry and and Zan Sullivan's given us a lot from the back as well uh, in the way that he kicks the ball and and just his decisive nature of you know he wants the ball in his hands. So. So taking some of that focus off Bowden has been crucial for us to sort of open up our game in general. Yeah, talk to me about that selection, Zansal. I think he's been outstanding every time he's, he's been given an opportunity. He's, he's relished and he's really um, you know cherished that, that opportunity. Uh, talk to me about his part of the selection. Is you just elaborate? You just you spoke about it just there quickly, briefly. Um, is that all about unlocking? Um, Bowden Barrett to be able to allow him to do what he does? Is it more of a tactical kind of decision making, knowing what the kick and, and you know being able to relieve the pressure from the back? Yeah, it's a bit of both Bizarre. He's look, he's um when he's when he's playing good rugby, he's a big physical a bit like yourself, is he? A bit of a threat at the back as in he can just absolutely monster people, you know, he defends up in the front line, so allows us to push Bowden into the, the backfield 
on defence because uh, Lance such a big boy. But uh, and then he's got this monster left boot, so we don't have too many left footers in our team. Um, you know, natural kickers, so uh, it definitely gives us that opportunity. We we had a situation where Stevie Pirafetta had a had a wrist. Um, for the all black, his all black rest about a month ago, and then Zan came in and he just played the house down. And then, you know, you're left with this dilemma as a coach: do you do you reward <laughs> the the performance from Zan, or uh, you know, on the flip side, do you punish a guy who gets arrested because of all black all black uh, rest? So, look, we we brought Stevie back in. Unfortunately, he picked up a little shoulder niggle. So, uh, I think you know. He's going to be available next week, Stevie. So it gives us a bit of depth going into the finals as well. You know, you know that question. That's a that's an age-old question, eh, eh, Dan? What do you do? That one, like, what do you do when you put a player in and, yeah. and do you replace? I'll tell you what you do. You pick the best team. It's that simple. So if he's playing good, keep him in there. That's my advice to you. <laughs> hey, look, you've got uh, Razor and um, Leon up against themselves, probably for the last time in Super Rugby. Uh, I guess for for a while. I don't know if they'll ever go back after being in the All Blacks, but mate, uh, the question I'm asking: What about you, Dan? Is you know, there's a number of jobs up for for grabs here in Super Rugby. Are you going to put your hand up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, in coaching, you're just hoping that your job doesn't come up for you know, <laughs> as an option for someone else. <laughs> you never know how far away you are. But um, oh, I really enjoy my time with the Blues. And, you know, we've got a, a really good group now and we've kept that group together for a number of years and, and seeing guys like Rico stick around and hopefully Aki wants to stick around. You've got Aki playing his hundreds this week um, and that just speaks to how long we're keeping this group together and it's something the Blues haven't managed to do. So, look, uh, I'll be with the Blues again next year and just, you know, we've sort of, hopefully we'll, we'll find a head Ooh. coach along the way. I think there's a few teams in that. you got to break uh, some news here. Basket. you got to break some news. You're no, moving no. up. <laughs> hey, I've seen no, you in no, there, no, head no. roll, mate. You've, you've had a taste of it. Surely that's something on your radar. Oh, look, yeah, I think you'd be foolish in coaching to rush into anything. Uh, look, yeah. I really enjoy working with you know Craig McGrath and and Paul Tito. The three of us are looking like we'll be around. Tom Coventry's got to decide what he wants to do. TC's um, look, he's off to the World Cup with Samoa and. There's just so much movement in this World Cup year. It seems like every coach is moving around doing different things. So um, it's fortunately for us, we can all just focus on this season. And, and Leon's been really clear on that. You know, we, we all congratulated him for his moving to the All Blacks, which is you know just an awesome success for him. But you know what he's like. He's he's pretty, pretty determined and competitive, and he's laser focused on this Blues team at the moment. Yeah, no, I can understand why he's been given that role up in the All Blacks, but he's outstanding. I love my time under 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 Rangi for one year, and then he ditched us and left to the Blues, which I couldn't believe. But that's okay; we won't bring that up, mate. Uh, the the squad, the squad. Are you, are you settled on a squad now? Because we're only a couple of weeks away from the playoffs, and this for me, these decisions to put Harry at twelve and Zan at the fullback role, bar injuries, means that you, you you're getting close to settling on your on your full time strength squad. No, no, I wouldn't say that. You know, we've got, we've still got other guys who've come in and out and, sh- and shown form. And, um, you know, we've seen what Bryce Heen can do. You know, Bryce has been awesome when he's come on against the Crusaders. He was a big part of us, you know, fighting back against them at Eden Park when we played them. And, and we felt like we should have got the job done that night. And a lot of it was on the back of his hard work, um, his physicality down that inside channel. 
Uh, and a lot of other guys, you know, Rogers, you know, broke his hand and, and now he's just coming back. So uh, guys will be given opportunity to perform. And, and as, you know, I've taken some notes. I've got Kempi's advice to pick the guys who are playing really well. So <laughs> we'll continue to do that. We'll continue to do that through the... Uh, You'd be a total success, whole... mate, if you do that. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, no, and we got like Kurt Eklund went out last week and he played 80 minutes and, you know, he was, he was back to some of his best rugby from last year. So, you know, him and Ricky and, and Swanee, you know, they're putting up good performances at Hooker and uh, and even James Tucker, he, he had an opportunity last week and, and was he's really unfortunate to miss out on the 23 this week. So that competition is, is crucial for us, you know. I mean, we see how much depth a team like the, the Chiefs have got at the moment. So... You know, you need them all and got to keep them all going well. Hey, uh, just just a quick question before we get off. If you could turn back time, would you change anything with RTS? Oh, I thought you were going to bring up games when you beat me in Super Rugby. You, <laughs> no! Come on, let's let it go, mate. It was just one intercept <laughs> try you took off me. Uh... <laughs> No, no, look, RTS is, look, I'll just take my hat off to him. He just works his ass off every day, excuse my language, but he works his butt off. He's in there he's, and he's just so committed to being better at whatever he's doing. So, no, I don't think there's there's anything we'd change. And we, we're still very much committed to his growth and we talked about that. You know, it's, I guess it's, uh, it's no longer about a really long-term uh, project with RTS. It's about the here and now, but... He still comes into work every day, and we work on his game, and that's you know that's all we can ask of any of our guys, uh, and like anyone who you know goes and changes codes. Yeah, there's got to be a lot of respect for the you know the challenge they take on, and he's still very much committed to it in, in the middle of it at the moment. So, look, um, yeah, as I said, just a lot of respect for RTS, and we're still working away, and and uh, there's parts of his game we're to keep growing, but also. You know, that return from a pretty decent hand injury has also held him back a bit. Wouldn't you have loved him just see him at the back with a bit of space, using that footwork, that speed? Oh, I just would have loved it, Daniel, but that's me. And I can say it, I'm not a coach, so I'll just have my little say, but I would have loved to have seen him with a bit more space. But hey, he's been there and, and 12 is his position, mate. We appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your thoughts, and I'm not going to say it, but um, yeah, all the best. All the best on the weekend. I wasn't, wasn't going to get the luck, points, but all the best. Go and get the points, Dan. <laughs> no, good chat, fellas. Awesome. Daniel Hullingahu, assistant coach for the Blues, talking about the big game this weekend. The Blues taking on the Crusaders down here in Otatahi Christchurch. It's going to be an outstanding game. And, uh, yep, the match of the round for the weekend there, Kempi. But, look, I just had to ask that question because I've still got my doubts whether 12 was his position. Mm. And we let him down there. So, um a lot of what-ifs going through my dome at the moment. Yeah, and well, I did want to ask you the question, but I didn't want to sort of make Dan feel uncomfortable. Like, everyone, you know, wants to know whether Roger's going to be released early so he can go back to the Warriors. Um, but, you know, I guess you don't do that when you're coming into the finals. You've got someone that calibre that can fill in anyway if he's not going to be picked in the first start starting side. So I had to think about that question. I went, no, nah, it's probably not worth asking that one. Um, but I'd love to see, you know, that happen now if it could but I know what the Blues are doing and, and great great answer by Dan saying look we're working on his game no matter what where he is um, all the time yeah. it's good, good good chat to Dan 
Awesome. Great chat to Daniel Helengahu. Uh, a couple of messages coming. Uh, yep, you're on the money with that song. Keep it coming through. If you want to have the chance, we're going to announce the winner in about five minutes' time. Give us one little snippet there. The last one there, Neeps, if you can. There you go, double eight, double three on the temper bed post text machine. Announce the winner in about six minutes' time for that Chemist Warehouse Mother's Day fragrance pack. Daniel Helengahu, you're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. Oh, this gives me goosebumps. Bring back, brings back the memories of Rhythm and Vines. Lee Matthews romping on that stage. And a younger Izzy Dag in the stands, in the crowd, just having a good old time. Lee hiding, Matthews, takeover. Hiding from Hiding Twitch. away. No, no, no. Just hiding away with my hoodie and yeah, hiding in the crowd. There was plenty... Of people there supporting Lee Matthews, but there we go. Lee Matthews take over. If you messaged and you got that correct, you went into the draw. We've done the draw, and our winner is Zaid. Zaid, yes, Zaid, you've come through. You've won that Chemist Warehouse fragrance Mother's Day pack. It's coming your way, Zaid. Here, the song is Lee Matthews take over, and well, he got it from the get go. He was right on the money from the start. So well done, Zaid, and appreciate all the messages coming through on the Temper Bedpost text machine. If you got that correct, well done. We've got we're gonna be running this for a couple of weeks, so make sure you stay tuned. We're giving you a chance every day to win that Chemist Warehouse prize pack. Hey Kempi, what's the biggest difference in Reese Walsh's game now at the Broncos to when he was at a Warrior? Well, mate, is is there really that much of a difference? Because he was carving up when he was here as well. You know what I mean? I think I think you're going to realise it uh, at the end of the month when he gets named as the number one for Origin. Um, that his potential and that step up to that that type of level is going to be, you know, something special to watch. Because I think he's got Kalen Ponga. What's the difference? Well, I, personally, I don't think there is any difference. I think he's in a structure with big forwards, he got a decent halfback at Adam Reynolds, um, and has been given the ball out wide with that extra bit of space that he's got to absolutely do what he can do best, and that's attack from anywhere on the park. Last night, uh, they weren't lucky enough to get done against Melbourne. I actually tipped out Melbourne because they always struggle down there, They're the Broncos against Melbourne, and they got them late with a couple of tries. Uh, just on that, um, the referee, again, was the same referee that we had against the Warriors last week. Mate, I'll be very, very surprised if he's running around next week, refereeing again. Yeah, same, Kempe. Made some big decisions out there, and the hip drop tackle with Car- Carrigan. Mate, well, it's a... Yeah, that's a debate we can have. I, think, is, I, I can't wrap my head around it. No, nah, look, I think that was the perfect shot of what the rule has uh, of what and how the rule has why and how the rule has to change. All right, the why is because the player went past him. Yeah, and that player was Nelson Sefer Solomona. So the big body beat, beat him um, in the collision and went through what they call post line of the offensive line. And of course, what you see is uh, Paddy Carrigan. 
He gets beaten, his hands are still around his waist, he just slides down the back of his legs and ends up on his calf. Now, the rule should simply be if you're beaten in that tackle, you've got to let go. And that way you're out. You're out. There's no way in the world you're going to fall down on the back of us. You're going to roll down and roll away from the player. Um, and that is the only way that I can see them change what is an absolute terrible rule at the moment and ruining the game, this hip drop, the penalties. Paddy oh. Carrigan and that timing of him going to the Sinbin, they actually scored a penalty. They got the two points off that and then when he scored another try, well, he's off the pitch and it was basically the game for... Um, Brisbane and Kevy Walters reckons you don't get paid enough to um, pay the fine because he really wanted to to tee into the the referee last night after that effort, just like the Warriors did last week after the same referee riffed uh, them. So, mate, Melbourne, they're back. You can never, ever disregard Melbourne, you know, up against the top team in the competition and they get the job done. So um, well done to the Storm last night. Beautiful, Kempe. We're going to shoot off, come back, we'll catch up with Pip Morris for our TAB Live up there. Choices flooring, poll results as well. Mother's Day gift. What is the perfect Mother's Day gift? I tell you right now, it is not Cadbury Roses because that went down like a lead <laughs> balloon. Here's Aroha with the news for Kibota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. in plenty of rugby clubs around the country. This one, eh, is after match function. Crazy here. Just like to say a big happy Mother's Day to all the mums. How come you guys know what to do and when to do it? You've looked after us. It's just this innate thing that you've got in, in you that just, just, just amazing timing. And it's your time on Sunday to, for us to look after you. So make sure you get pampered. We'll look after you. Have a great day. Enjoy. There he is. Razor Ray, wishing all mothers out there. Great to hear from the big man. He uh, come through last night and sent his message to Dagger, and we wanted to play for you today. So there you go, mothers out there. All of our, well, some great Kiwis that are doing some big things around the world in terms of sport have sent through their wishes for all mothers out there. And it's time to catch up with Pip Morris. Bet live in your favourite sports. Download the TAB app today. Pip. Good morning. Good morning, Lizzie. How are you guys this morning? Good. We're very good. We've had a big show. We've been celebrating mums. We've had some great guests. We've just been having so much fun. Mother's Day on Sunday. What do you got planned? Oh, I think I'm just having a quiet one with my kids. So I've taken the weekend off. So that's all I need. Beautiful. Were well, you expecting breakfast in bed? You know, a last little pampering from the yeah. kids. Yeah, maybe a little bit of burnt toast and a, and a coffee. I'll be happy with that in bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. I'll make sure you enjoy your day. It's not Mother's Day. It should be Mother's Week, eh? should be Mother's Year. Let's be completely yeah. honest. That our mums That'd are very, very special. Hey, uh, Pip, what do you got for us today? 
Uh, we'll talk about the NRLs first. As E78% of the head-to-head money is on the Warriors up against the Bulldogs at $1.75. Most popular power play is Montoya or DWZ to get the first try score at $5. Warriors 13 or more is the most popular winning team in margin at $3.75. Uh, also, 79% of the money on the Panthers at $1.49. Power play there for the other game is Brian Tao, first, second or try scorer, and Stephen Crichton, anytime try score at $9 has been popular and they are the most popular as far as the winning team in margin, 1-12 to 12 at 2.75. The Chiefs are taking 100% of their money in the rugby union head-to-head at $1.05. We actually had a punter put 5000 on them at $1.05 as well at that short quote and they are the most popular, 13 or more at $1.27. The most popular power play is any winger, jersey number 11 or 14 to score a try in the first half at $1.85. And don't forget about that same game claim. So if you place a multi on the same game, three legs or more, miss by one, will pay you up to $50 as a bonus bet. Hey, Pip, we tried to get some money out of Paulie Mawadi yesterday, and thank goodness he stayed <laughs> off because Izzy got paid when Izzy, my dad, came along and won for Kempe's kicker at $7 yesterday. What about this weekend? What's, you, what's your best in the, uh, in the Greyhounds? Have you got anything that we should be looking at? Yeah, I really liked Big Time Kenzie tonight. She's in all today, actually. The first race at Wanganui on the extra code, but she's gone from 2.3 to, I think, $1.85. It is the um, Group 1 day down at... Uh, Addington, of course, is the Harness and the Dogs. They've got the New Zealand Oaks here, the Group 1, and also uh, the Trevor Wilkes Memorial, of course. We lost our great commentator, Trevor Wilkes, uh, earlier on this year, so they've got a memorial race named after him. And Space Boy out wide in box number eight. I like him. He won his heat. He's 650, I think. Well, he was yesterday. He looks the value for mine. Beautiful, Pip Morris. Hey, thanks so much for joining us, Pip. You have a great weekend and uh, an awesome Sunday with your with your beautiful whānau, and I uh, hope you get sport rotten. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tim. Have a good weekend, too. Yeah, this year's Pip Morris. Great to catch up with Pip. Plenty going on over the weekend. Watch and bet live on your favourite sports app and racing at tab.co.nz. Please gamble responsibly, R18. Well, I haven't heard back regarding the $50 TAB bonus bet for Kempi's kicker from Paulie Moati. Uh, Kimpy, so we're just going to have to carry on and start keep funding this, wouldn't we? A hundred percent. And uh, Paulie Moati, I know you're listening. I know you're lying in bed. You're having a sleeping. Come on, mate. Come to the party, Paulie Moati. <laughs> Beautiful. Let's uh, head away and we'll come back and we'll react to a big week. A big week on the airways, the Friday tipple. Uh, well, guys, we've made it. It's time for the Friday tipple. What a week. What a week to be on the airways. It's been a big old week. Announcing the big news that we've got the broadcast rights for the Rugby World Cup. Huge news. And we've chatted to some awesome pundits from here and abroad. And they've provided us with so much throughout the week. And now it's time to reflect. There was a funny old headline on Monday morning. Seeing a bull running around a rugby pitch on the other side of the world. Lucky Kempe got his good mate Barry McDermott on the phone to chat about his bovine streaker. 
Bernard Guash, who's the owner and chairman of the Catalan Dragons, is a, is a well-established butcher and he's <laughs> very proud of his of his meat and, and he was showing off some of his prize bowls. <laughs> I must admit, when I read the press um, release, I thought, well, rather you than me. How funny. <laughs> how, how absolutely funny. And if you haven't seen... He would have stopped that bull, eh? Mate, no one would have stopped it. The funniest part was when the Catalan Dragons boys started running away because it <laughs> headed towards him. So um, he's a good bloke, Baz. Good to talk to him. He sent me a, a big message afterwards uh, talking about him, and it was Adrian Morley's birthday too, so happy birthday to Moz. Um, but we talk about this great man on our show a whole bunch, so it was a pleasure to catch up with Taranaki born and bred, Geordie Barrett, yesterday morning. I finally got to get my two cents in and had another good push at getting him into the biggest, the best, the most beautiful game in New Zealand at the moment, is he? The NRL. No chance. Uh, no chance. <laughs> no chance. You know, there you go, you, you know, They just confirmed it for me, Geordie. They just confirmed it for me because you know what happens. You were better to say, you were better to say, yeah, I'm going because then we wouldn't believe you. But now that you've said no chance, that's obviously, yes, you're, you're considering it. <laughs> how Tell me how... Tell me how you get confirmation out of that answer, Kimby. Can you just enlighten me, please? Well, it's always they call it throwing <laughs> throwing shade, like getting you off the getting off the back. No chance. That, oh. Tell you, it's like have you ever heard it? The, you know, whenever the coach or the or the CEO is in trouble, nah, he's the safest. This is the safest job in the in the world. He's staying. Well, guess what? He's going to the storm. You heard it here <laughs> first on SENZ. Oh, Mark Richardson is not one to shy away from firing up, and he did so yesterday morning. Unlike ma- the majority of Kiwis, Mark was totally fine with NZC signing with Spark Sport and reckons that, well, Rigger probably says it better. An old dribbler's coming up to me and saying, <laughs> Oh, I can't get the cricket now. Well, you could, and then I'd start explaining how you do it. It's not that difficult, but you'd see their eyes glaze over. I mean, New Zealanders need to be careful what they wish for. They were bitching and moaning. About Sky being a monopoly and it's all too expensive, we need a change. So in comes the change and they bitch and moan about that. (laughs) Ah, well, he's got to say that he's on their wage packet. Off the back, oh, off the back fence with Rigger. <laughs> Carmen Taplin is one of the most caring souls in the game, and I've witnessed that of rugby league today. She spoke about working with Latrell Mitchell and Joey Munn in the early days of their career, and her Aroha spread all the way to our show yesterday morning as well. Thanks to you, Akimpi. Um, you know, I was working at New Zealand Rugby League as an administrator at footy in um, 2007, and then I think you were the high performance manager then, and. Um, it was your insight because I'm, you know, again, I didn't have any um, high-level managerial experience, but I think from working with you for a little while, and and you just really um, realised there had to be a change. I think in that um, elite um, male sport in rugby league, and and gave this little Maori girl from Papakura, um an opportunity. Yeah, bang! And did she take it with both hands? She's a fantastic. Um, Wahine is Carmen Taplin and doing great jobs now over the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, I love your thoughts about you know women in the game from a, you know a backroom kind of position. I think it does wonders. You need those those women in our lives, and I love the the track uh, the, the fact that she was a motherly figure for those young superstars in the game. Now would have steered them in the right direction. So good, Carmen Taplin. It was a very inspirational chat with the big man for the Southland Sharks, Alex Pledger. 
He is on the comeback for a two-year battle with cancer, hoping to rejoin the NZNBL League before the end of the season. He talked about all the wonderful support he and his wife received from the Southland community when they received this horrible news. Oh, it was it was phenomenal. You know, I was, you know, I'm not from Southland. I kind of, I've played there since 2016, so I kind of consider it a bit of a second home. But, but you know, I'm, I'm not from down there, and that's where the, um, that's where, um, you know, the diagnosis and everything was discovered. Um, but yeah, just the, the Sharks organisation um, and the Invercargill locals or the Southland locals just, you know, they really rallied around me. It was really, you know, it, it was just unbelievable the amount of support um, I got from those people. Awesome. Mate, what a good story. I can't wait to see Alex Pledger back out there, Don in the courts. The big man. Round nine, we're hoping. He gets back out there to play with uh, the Southland Sharks and, mate, he's overcome so much adversity in his life and he needed that support around him. So well done to Alex Pledger and what a week it has been, Kempi. A couple of messages coming through. Temper Bedpost text machine. Yes, boys, RTS not even on the bench had the blues. Isn't it a shame that a system wasn't in place between the franchises that he couldn't play then play for the Highlanders this weekend? He would be brilliant for us. Also, boys, what a reception he would get in Dunedin. He would be treated like a hero and be really appreciated from Charlie. Yeah, good Wrong call. Wrong team in, in the end. Mm. Good call. You know, if they do do that um, that change to that rule, I think it'd be a fantastic rule because Ro- Rogers should be playing this weekend in, in one of those franchises, you know, and in, how better way to get some some time on the football field. Would have been great to see him maybe somewhere else playing at this different position as well. But that's enough of that. We're going to shoot off and we'll come back and have a catch up with the one and only Ian Smith who's waiting by, standing by.